You're listening to the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit. Let's talk about Vigit. Vigit is the number one social media and sports betting app for fans that do not want to wager real money. Download the app today. Use the code It's Just Money for 2,500 free coins when you first sign up. They do great events, great contests all the time. Shout out to the guys at Vigit. Download today on the App Store or the Google Play Store, and let's get betting. Now let's go. I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. Okay, we are back. It has been an okay week, I believe. But we're so back. March Madness, full swing. We're down to the Sweet 16. Obviously, a lot to take in from the first couple of rounds. A lot of teams that we did not expect to be eliminated. Eliminated. A lot of surprise teams. Um, who's the biggest surprise of the tournament so far? The whole gang is here, by the way. Oregon State's bitch ass. No, it's got to be Earl Roberts. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, but but no, because they were irrelevant all year. That would make him a surprise. That's that's what I'm. JP coming in with the heat to start. JP's that's here, shape here, Reese is here. The boys are back. How is the tension in the room? I'm talking about I have a Oregon feeling State. This this room is a little on edge. It might be a little. The dumbass just. All right. Oh, now JP's a dumbass. I, I'm talking about Oregon State, and I was talking about how irrelevant they were all year, and he goes, "That would be a surprise." Well, no shit. That's just what Cam asked. The biggest surprise of the tournament. No, you're wrong. I don't okay, know. A team wins a Pac-12 tournament championship. Everybody talks about how red the hot they are in the state tournament, and they're still a surprise for winning two games. Or the team that comes out of the Summit League, which is traditionally JP, I'm mad basketball. because I feel like you don't give Georgetown any credit for winning the Big East tournament, but every other team gets credit. They got no, beat by thirty. <laughs> they got beat by thirty. Colorado's hot. <laughs> the, they got beat by thirty yesterday. We're champs. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, okay. How so? What's what's the agreement here? Who's more of a surprise, Oregon State or Oral Roberts? I think, it's I don't Oral think Roberts. Oregon State doesn't surprise me that much. I'm. Uh, Is that just I'm, a little hatred? Power Five conference tournament. Everybody agrees they're red hot. Wins two games in a tournament as a twelve. Nobody a agreed. 15, that nobody agreed 15. they were red hot. We all picked them losing the first round. That doesn't mean they weren't red hot. They won I, the no, tournament. no, no. I had Oregon State. I still have Oregon State there. I actually have them in my bracket. A team still plays out of the Summit League, which is traditionally a bad basketball conference. They beat a two seed in a Big Ten, and then they win another game. Against an SEC school, and they're not the most surprising team as a 15. Well, I think we're starting to realize. Oral Roberts is the biggest surprise of the tournament. All right, I'm just not going to argue with you. I mean, there's no argument there though, because like I feel like they automatically get that bid to be the surprise team due to the fact that they are who they are. And Oregon State's a Power Five team, and they won their conference. And then like, where the fuck did Oral Roberts come from? The Summit League, who has absolutely nobody. But let's turn the page. Let's go how our last week has been. How did our first couple of rounds of March Madness go? Uh, Schaefer, do you want to lead off or do you want to go second? I don't think it fucking matters. I don't think it does either. I don't think it fucking matters. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I, it was so bad. I don't have a lot of money left in my account, and that's kind of the way it was. However, however, I give you guys picks. I promise you I play those picks. I placed 25 bets 
over this NCAA tournament, over the four days of the tournament, including the first four day. So I'm doing my civil duty as a sports better to play the most important tournament of the year. However, I am losing. I'm looking at the broader horizons. I like the Sweet 16. I like the Elite Eight. I don't think it can get much worse. If anybody wants to know, my record was 9-17. and 17. It's, it's just god-awful. So if you, fade me, if you fade me, you might win a lot of money. So I might be doing you justice. I don't know. JP? Uh, it's been going on. I've been trying to get up to that $50 card or Amazon gift card on the old Vigit app. Started out hot. Cooled off tremendously. And mostly there's been situations where you bet on a favorite just to get you some more coins rolling up. Nope. Just kidding. Illinois. Nope. Florida. Nope. Just all over the place right now. So it's been an interesting week, but I've been enjoying watching the tournament. Um, Sweet 16-wise... There's going to be a lot of action going around because I think there's a lot that can happen in this round more than any other round. So very excited to see it. Very excited to find some lines that I love and maybe some that I think aren't very good, but we'll probably find a different spot in that game to rattle off with. Reese. Uh, I, I had a good past seven days. Uh, until yesterday, I was 6-2, and two, then 0-3 last night, so I'm back to 6-5. and five. Um, But I feel good. I've had okay picks. Every. Ever since that uh, Texas to uh, Abilene Christian, I was kind of a kick in the nuts. That had me feeling really – I was feeling good. I had a little parlay going until Texas lost me that one. But, uh, I don't know, I'm looking forward to the Sweet 16. I'm looking at it now. I like the matches they have, and I'm um, excited for it. They got some picks for it. Boring. Are you telling me – no, I was, seriously, I was listening to this. Do you realize how bad it is? First game we have is – Loyal. This is exactly what I was talking about Loyal, two Chicago weeks and Oregon ago. State. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about Loyola. I shouldn't have gone with them first because I think Crutwig's really good and I think they're legit. They're a legit team. They could play in the Final Four. But we have Loyola, Chicago, and fucking Oregon State in our first game. And then I get to watch Arkansas play fucking Oral Roberts. Actually, I might not even see it because I might not watch. I don't. This is exactly what I was talking about three weeks ago. Did you know that this is... So when they add all the high seeds together, or the number of seeds together, and then they divide that by 16, this is the highest average. It's like 5.8. This is the highest average seed in the NCAA tournament in its history. So we have a bunch of shit teams playing right now, and this is history. But I could care less. But why is it shit teams if they're beating the good teams? Wouldn't that make Because it's this stupid tournament that, (laughs) I mean, imagine. Imagine the pressure of Oral Roberts. There is none! Ohio State, E.J. Lindell and Dwayne Washington are receiving death threats after the game because they've lost so many people money. If Oral Roberts loses the game, nobody gives a fuck. So I think that's just in itself. If you, if you are in the NCAA tournament and you are playing scared, then you probably shouldn't be there in the first place. That's I, my two cents. You played in the Big Ten all year and you're talking about how they have nothing to lose or they have everything to lose. Why are they playing scared? Is the tournament no the way it is and we look at it how oh, well, we don't like these upsets because they're not as good as teams. Is it the same if you open up college football to 16 teams and Cincinnati gets in and Coastal gets in? Do you have these same kind no. of feelings towards it? No, because it, like football, you can win strength on strength. If you can't shoot the basketball, any shit dog team can beat you on any given night. What if fucking Abilene Christian scored, what was it, 51 points? <laughs> and they won the game against Texas? Yeah, because they forced 
uh, 25 turnovers and forced them to shoot 20% from the field and had like double digit re- That's what I'm saying. Rebounds. That's what I'm saying. That's but or you could get teams, do, you could get teams, sorry JP, like Oregon that can't miss if they try. They're good. I like watching them. But I'm just saying like Abilene the YMCA Christian. Pickup I didn't really watch that UCLA Abilene Christian game cuz no offense to Abilene Christian, they're dog shit. They're fucking horrible. They scored a, they averaged 49 points in the two games they played. They scored 47 against a UCLA team that's very average. I mean, they're playing well right now. I think they're an okay team. But, like, who gives a fuck? I don't want to watch you. <laughs> it I sounds don't. like a less of a that team sucks and more like you like <laughs> to watch the ball to go in the basket. I want to watch a good team. I wanted Kate Cunningham to win, and I wanted to watch him play against this Loyola Chicago team that I think is pretty good. But now I don't want to watch, and I won't watch because I hate Oregon State. I okay, we're getting off track a little bit. Let me it's go back right, to yeah. my weekend. Where I was 5-4. and four. All four losses were on parlays. And they were long shot parlays, except for yesterday. Here's what I rolled yesterday: Colorado money line, oh, Iowa money line, Gonzaga minus six and a half. That's a lock. The late cover, I love that. Ohio plus three at half. They're down by twenty at half. So that one did not play out the way I thought. Also included in those four losses is a four pick parlay at plus thirteen thousand five hundred and forty two. I mean, I'm just trying to make a play. Right? I'm trying to make a play. Got Ohio money line, Georgetown money line, Drake money line, Oral Roberts money line, Ohio and Drake. No, Ohio and Oral Roberts hit. Drake and Georgetown get blasted. You know, sometimes life comes at you fast, but we're back and we're up. So we're ready to roll. Sweet 16. Is anybody's teams left? Who did you guys have? I had Baylor. I had Gonzaga. My Baylor Bears. I had Baylor and Bama. I don't know. I had Baylor, Bama, and Gonzaga still alive. Yeah, I think I had I had Gonzaga and somebody random, but I jokingly said Oral Roberts for the record. I heard that, and I said Drexel and Oral Roberts are going to be my two picks, but that would have been crazy. Uh, Gonzaga, are they the favorite? Like, are they how heavy of a favorite are they in your mind? Because you they, still have Baylor. Baylor's still there. They are. They are very, very good. That's all I'm going to say. They are very. Good. <laughs> they are. They're no. They're really good. They they have three All Americans. Two first-team All-Americans, a top-three draft pick next year, and their backups could probably start on any Power 5 team in the country. Um, they scored a high rate. They said that they played average um, in, in their game on Monday, and they still beat Oklahoma by 16 points. Uh, I don't know. I just took Gonzaga minus 13. I, I do like that tomorrow. I think Creighton's going to need to shoot the tomorrow. ball. or two, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, sorry. Sunday. We got a little break here. Sunday. We do have a break. Creighton's going to have to shoot the shit out of the ball, which they haven't been doing lately. Um, and overs a play in that game, by the way, just a side note. But I do like minus 13. Uh, they're rolling through teams. Uh, what There was a team that I thought could give them fits. I, oh, I, Bama. In, in the Final Four, I think if Bama shoots the way they do, they shot seven of four, 17 of 34 um, against Maryland. If they shoot like that, I think they can beat Gonzaga. But you have to play out of your ass to beat Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga's a good team. Glad I have them. I there that there's not much sweat there until the final four I don't think um, just with how many upsets have been going on now we got to go to something I told Reese I have a surprise for you guys and it's not really a surprise because we did it together um, but the draft results are in and they're finalized and the prediction oh, for the, the that JT made was that Reese would finish dead last yeah here's I how the standings finalized I won at 35 percent of the votes. Schaefer, second, 34% of the votes. It's a great draft. Schaefer was a close race. We enjoyed it. Then there's Reese with 17% of the votes. And then there's JP with 14%. 
I want a recount of the ballots. Count the ballot. I found some. Are you? Are you found, blaming Twitter? I found some votes in the trash the other day. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> JP, what is your takeaway? Why do you, you think people voted for your team? Because people heard it on the podcast, and you guys probably fucking rigged it and told them not to vote. Whoa! Collusion! No, no, no. Yeah, I got no a suggestion. Collusion. You went wrong with the two huskies. Sure, just one better than a shark. A boring UFC. <laughs> I like the shark. Else. Can't hear from the bottom of the board, bitch. <laughs> JB, I'm That's not fine. Gonna... I'll take mine over yours every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Did uh, <laughs> did your like brother vote for you? He seemed mad. He, he didn't said, like the Huskies. No, he said, JP has two Huskies and no Campbell. Disappointed. I didn't want a Campbell on there. I didn't think it was as good. I like that logo. I'm yeah, mad I missed that. It's a good call. The Campbells. Yeah, it's a sick logo. Um, but I'll take the win. Next week, we're going to do Division Two. Oh, jeez. That's a lot more. I don't, I don't even really know it. Outside the Midwest. Well, here you go, shit free motherfucker. You go to Google, you type in Division Two college logos. We pick your set, four favorites. You want to send it to a protest? Why, why are we protesting? You're talking about how St. Cloud State doesn't qualify. Oh, oh yeah. Give me a yeah. fucking break. Yeah, that's true. That oh, the number true. two seed in the Division One hockey tournament doesn't qualify as a Division One college? I mean, I think we were thinking basketball and football. Yeah, that's what I was mainly. thinking. Like, oh my! They're as much of a D one as Northeastern. False. Northeastern plays Division one basketball. Yeah. Where? When? When? I've never heard of them. They've been in the oh tournament. Don't even play. Like <laughs> yeah, you don't think they're not actually Division one school. <laughs> they're Division one in hockey. They're you know Division one in every sport they play. You know who else is? Saint Cloud State, except for baseball. And I think they have football. I don't know if they're any good at no, football. No, they just cut they're the good at baseball. Program. They're Division two in every sport. Yeah, they're, they they're have in Wayne State's conference. Yeah, they play in NSIC. I'm just saying, if a if a team plays Division one in anything, I think it's a Division one school. I'll take our esports logo. Our more <laughs> that qualifies. <laughs> Are we Division one? I don't think we're NCAA. I don't think a, it's I not don't an NCAA affiliate sport. We play sport. like. We did. We I think we beat the Illinois State Redbirds one time. That was pretty cool. Shout out to our esports program. Also, that would qualify Morningside as a D two in football since they scrimmaged Mankatos. Yeah. So no, I think compete and not. That was a scrimmage. That doesn't count. Oh, that's basically what all lacrosse games are here. We're getting way off track. You didn't truly think that Northeastern was not a Division one school, did you? No, JP. You said that. JP, I'm the one who showed you their hockey sweaters and showed you how they about the their logo. hockey program. God, all hail the king, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the winner of your draft. That's winner. Fun. And I didn't tell anybody. To Has he ever you. lost? Undefeated no one It's not at the table. Come on, we're going to break the table. Let's get to all some right. picks. Also, <laughs> I have so many winners because I'm due to win. I'll take the W, JP in last, Reef third, Schaefer second. We'll do Division Two next week, and we'll see how that rolls. Thank you for voting if you did so. Now let's go to basketball. Schaefer, who do you got? Loyola, Oregon State? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't. Six and a half in favor of Loyola. America loves Oregon State, but I think America continues to downplay how good this Loyola Chicago team is. Um,. I mean, they're a top 10 or top 25 Kempom team, which playing all the stats, Kempom's actually usually right if you think about it. Um, this team just, 
I don't know. I, like I said, I don't think Oregon State's worth a shit, and I'm going to continue to say that. And the game that they fall out, they're probably going to lose by a bunch, whether it's this game, um, whether if they fucking sneak past Loyal and win again, and they play, what would they play, Houston, I think? I don't know. I just don't think that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and a half is a lot to cover in an NCAA tournament, and we were talking about before. I If you bet every underdog and every under... I guarantee you'd be up a lot of money in this tournament. The under's low in this game. Over-under is 125. Yeah, they don't score. They, and, they, and Loyola really likes to slow it down, play through Crutwig. He passes the ball better than any big man in the tournament. He's awesome. I love his mustache. It's ugly as shit. <laughs> um, but I think this Loyola Chicago team, like I said, is going to have a legitimate chance to play in the Final Four. Do they cover? Um, I don't know. I'm definitely rooting for them because I'm rooting against anything Oregon State stands for. So I would take the six and a half if I did. JP? I would stay more towards a plus six and a half. Oregon State, I think a red-hot team is one thing, but I think it's going to be tough for Loyola to continue to do what they're doing. I mean, that's a big win against Illinois in the round of 32, and there's a lot of things rolling at Oregon State's way and I understand that slowing the ball down is going to help Loyola a ton but if you slow the ball down and you let a team score with you I mean that plays to a closer game rather than you know a six and a half or a ten point game so I'm thinking I'll play the six and a half um this is probably my least favorite line out of all the games this weekend. Yeah, though. it's not much. They're not, like, a, a, I mean three of the Saturday games are all six and a half. I don't think I would touch that game but I think Baylor minus six and a half, and I don't mind Syracuse plus six against Houston. I think those are two ones that kind I of I think I have Syracuse plus six is one of my best plays. I might even Syracuse money Not line. Best, but Syracuse favorites. money line. That doesn't sound too bad to me. Buddy Bayheim. Correct. Kid's a bucket. I love all the a zone, walking all those, bucket. All the zone memes. That are I think you, I think you want to take the the under in that Houston game. I mean, you have the two three zone out of Syracuse, and they're going to slow down a Houston team that struggles to score sometimes. I think they've only scored. They only scored 60 last week against a slow Rutgers team. A Rutgers team that probably should have won that game. Yeah, they should have. But I think that Syracuse is going to play slow. And Houston's got a really good defense, too. So I think they're going to limit Syracuse to a lot of points. And then that zone with Syracuse, I really like the under in that game. That's another thing. As bad as my week was last week, I'm going to play a lot of over-unders, I think. That might be my play going into next week. I think Syracuse is one of the best teams left. Or maybe just the hottest teams. The way they've been playing. Yeah. No, that's a team that's actually hot. Yeah. If you want to talk about hot, Syracuse is playing out of their mind. Granted, I mean, how do you just bet against Jim Beheim in the fucking NCAA tournament? Uh, he, he does what he does. And his fucking kid. His kid's his good. Kid, he, uh, buddy is really good. Um, what a name. Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. That's how we buddy. refer to each other most of the time. So, yeah. Buddy Beheim. Keep getting buckets. Uh, except, wait, you said you wanted the under? No, yeah, the under is at one forty. Right, don't get buckets, buddy. Please. I don't. I don't see them splitting it seventy to seventy. I see a sixty to sixty type of game, maybe even the fifties. Um, that's just kind of what I think, or what I would lean in that game. Okay, next game up. Who wants it? JP. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Or Roberts plus eleven against Arkansas. Eleven Arkansas and a half. Oh, you say eleven and a half? Yes, sir. America loves eleven and a half points. What is what does everybody think about that? Eleven and a half fucking points in a Sweet Sixteen game. I think, and they're not. And it's not Gonzaga. <laughs> so. well, I forget the kid's name, JP. What's the point guard's name? Every Asmus, 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 Max Asmus. I like Asmus better. That sounds funny. <laughs> uh, Asmus, if he doesn't score a ton, then I think they cover eleven and a half. So, well, the, he's not. I mean, 
he's been scoring well, but there's another guy, I forget his name, like at uh Ob- Research. Obanar. Obanar, <laughs> sorry, Obanar. He's been scoring thirty along with Acemus. So, I mean, it's been kind of a two two little tandem type deal. That's why I kinda like Will Roberts. That's why I'm not as like surprised by the way that they've been playing, because when those two are playing they fucking they can compete with anybody. Um, I mean, 11 and a half is a lot. I think that if you get 25 out of both of them, this is a five-point game. That's wow. a lot to ask out of two guys, too. Like they, I mean, them. they've done it against Ohio State and Florida, so I just, I don't know. What's Arkansas? 40 minutes of hell. Forty. Yeah, in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like this Arkansas team. I, I really do. I think they have Final Four potential. Um does the luck run out for Oral Roberts? I, I don't I think know. Oral Roberts is going to have to score with teams rather than yeah. keep teams from scoring, which is a problem. Yeah, that's exactly what's like going to happen. Against, like the Chiefs or something like that, yeah, you have to score with them and stop them out of stuff. I think the play of the week, uh, however. Tampa Bay wants to talk there, Reese. They did that pretty well. That's what I'm saying. I think that the lock of the week or the play of the week should be Baylor by six and a half. I really, and I really, really, really like that. Um, Villanova hasn't been tested. Uh, they they beat everybody when they thought that the upset of the tournament or the first round was going to be Winthrop. When we found out Winthrop wasn't that good of a team, and then they just got it. was still close. That's a hot. They're a good team. You can't just call them a bad team because they I didn't, lose. I didn't say they were a bad oh, team. Yeah, you did. I just said they were okay. I didn't say they were that bad. You said they were a bad team. I didn't say they're. Did I rewind it? Did I say I was bad? Uh, yeah, they said bad team. Yeah, Winthrop, said bad you said team. not very good team. You said Winthrop wasn't a very good team. I mean, they're a good team. <laughs> they're a good, not I very mean, good team. They're not a bad team. They're a good, not very good. Lost team. one game outside of that. Yeah, but and they, and they covered that game. Also true. You, if you had the Winthrop, no, they didn't. Yeah, six they and lost and by half. ten. It was a ten point game. Villanova. Villanova covered that game. They won by ten because I had Winthrop. Don't I? Don't worry. I that was another one of my losses of the week. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and then they played North Texas, and just like Abilene Christian, North Texas wasn't worth a shit, and they won a nice little first-round game. So, I don't know. Baylor, Baylor's looking really uh, really good. Um, I forget. I've already forget who they played in the second round. They they played really well. They covered. Yeah, they did. God, who, all right. They played Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin. I think Baylor and Gonzaga. Thank you very much, Baylor. Are the only two that's coming to mind right now that have covered both of their first round games? Like I don't think round, Baylor covered the first because they Loyola. only won by twenty four. Loyola did too, yeah, because they were dogs in both, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they five and a half. Game? Yeah, five and a half. In first, Houston? No, no, no. Nope. All right, we're worried about it too much. Anyway, keep going. Baylor, I think that's the pick of the week. Yeah, I mean, without Gillespie, without Gillespie, um, they don't they don't stand a chance. This is a Baylor team that's finally catching their groove after their pandemic. Um, Pause. Hiatus, yeah. yeah. And this is, they were the number one shooting team in the country before the pandemic or their hiatus or whatever you want to call it. Um, they're finally starting to feel it again. They did it exactly what they were doing against Wisconsin. And I think they're just going to keep the thing rolling and they're going to easily beat this uh, small Villanova basketball team. Okay, let's jump to Creighton Gonzaga. JP loves Gonzaga. Schaefer, I think you said you're taking that as well. I say it's a good pick. I don't know if I'll take it, but it's a good pick. Six and a half for the first half. What are your thoughts on that? I think first, first half, half betting in the NCAA tough. tournament is really hard. First half is tough because if Craig comes out and shoots the ball well for a half, then you kind of are in a tough spot for that. Um, I think it's better to bank on the playmakers at 
Gonzaga with Suggs and Timmy and all these guys to play great defense and score um, in handfuls as many teams have done versus Creighton this year. I mean, you had multiple instances where Georgetown put up a huge number on them. Um, other spots in the Big East where they lost a game at um, Butler, giving up a ton. And there's just too many holes in the Creighton team for Gonzaga not to just expose them. So I think that's a great way to look at it is maybe not the half because maybe Creighton, you know, comes out. It is that sort of determined. Anything can happen. Maybe they come out hot and make a ton of threes, have a ton of opportunities to get out on the floor and run, which is what Gonzaga wants to do. But, again, anything can happen. I mean, you can run up and down the floor and watch that on um, Monday after or Monday morning, actually, um, with Oregon, I- or goodness gracious, yeah, Oregon, Iowa. And that was a track meet of a basketball game. And so – I think that halfway could be through the same that, thing. Halfway through that, let's tell the story. Halfway through that first half, uh, we get a text in our little group chat from Schaefer that says, am I watching a YMCA pickup game right now? It fucking was. Right after I read that text, it was turnover, turnover, <laughs> three, full court pass, layup, full court pass, layup. It indeed looked like a YMCA basketball game. What was your takeaway? We got to get your final thoughts, JP. No, what happened that day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Can I I'll, can I do it for him? Sure. Oh, okay. First of all, um, give a little slack to Iowa. Uh, that's an Oregon team that's really really good. They won the regular season in the Pac-12. Um, little sneak peek. I think they have the. I think they will beat USC, and I'm high on USC. Uh, however, like, USC, what a win! Yeah, last night. That was great win. That's a great team too. That's I, that's my favorite game of the weekend, honestly. Um, but I think that I don't know. We talk about how important Jordan Bohannon is and how he is, how important he is to the offense. And when you have a minus 17 plus minus and you're 0-4 from shooting and you get one technical foul, you're almost guaranteed to lose to a team that's as good as Oregon is, especially when they were shooting as well as they were. And we know that how much Iowa lacks on defense. And it kind of they were playing better towards the year, end of the year, but yeah, they definitely didn't show it on. You couldn't have game. asked more from Garza, however. What do you have? 36. Oh, 36. Yeah, I mean. The guys game. respected. I mean, even as a Cyclone fan, I respect the hell out of Garza. Um, I respect the hell out of Wieskamp, too. Um, but, yeah, it kind of sucks to see the, how they lost for that, especially giving up as many points as they did. But that is an Oregon team, however, that I think could make the Final Four as well. So yeah. no disrespect completely to the Hawks. It's not like it was a Purdue or a fucking Ohio State that represented the Big Ten. Maybe I, If they play as well as they did against Iowa, I mean – I don't think if, if they shoot like that, they'll yeah, hang with anybody. Or yeah, exactly. In that, that's how I said. I mean, if if you shoot the shit out of the ball and you play the best game of your life, um, you have a chance to beat Gonzaga. Will they? No, probably not. But I think they're good enough too. They have the athletes, and I think Oregon's a very good. And then Dana Altman's one of the best around, and he's been to a Final Four in the last what was it, last six years? I don't yeah. remember when they made it, but uh, it might have been less than six. Yeah, Oregon's always that NCAA tournament team that rolls around and somehow miraculously covers and wins games, and all of a sudden it's a Elite Eight and Oregon's still alive. That that was a great game to watch if you like scoring. Uh, I would love to hear JP's thoughts. Are you sure you don't want to share them? No, I'm not talking about it. Well, why? I don't want to. Uh, okay. Can I talk about the new Iowa State hire? Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't think expect you to say yes. <laughs> no, I, I like the pick. I, I, I was a little lenient at first, but... I like the pick, and he's moving guys out that are kind of bitches, and he's moving the right, the right players out. So, and I'm hoping he keeps this this big recruit we got coming in at a four star point guard. So, we'll find out that within the next day, and possibly but, a five star point guard here at the end. Yeah, of the week. yeah. No, we don't want to spoil any spoil any rumors out there, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. It's a nice, uh, fresh what turn of the page. Again? Yeah, Miller North. Hunter Salas, yeah. One of the best basketball players in the country. Iowa State in the top eight. They have a chance. Next to Gonzaga. He, he had like 47. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good player. Uh, okay, let's move to the next game. Florida State-Michigan. This is a team that I've been trying to bet against since LSU. LSU should have won that basketball game. Uh, Michigan kind of pulled away at the end. They're a really good team with a really good coach. I'm, but I don't know. When I watched uh, Leonard Hamilton's Florida State team the other night, I was very surprised. Uh, Scotty Barnes is one of the best freshmen in the country. They shut down McKinley Wright. Um, I was really high on that Colorado team, so I'm going to stick with them. I think that this Michigan team is going to lose. This is going to be the last Big Ten team out of the tournament. And I don't know. I would take plus three for sure, even a, maybe even a money line play, as well as the underdogs have been playing um, in the last two rounds. So that's my pick. All the underdogs and I don't pick winners. Yeah, I pick that's us- that is usually how it works. Yeah, March. It's madness. Uh, are we surprised by the Pac-12? There's four teams left. I didn't realize that. There's four teams left. Uh, Oregon, U- USC, Alabama. No, not Alabama, sorry. UCLA. UCLA, Oregon, USC, and obviously. I don't think you would have expected UCLA and Oregon. Yes, Oregon yes. State. Those two, those two I'm not I feel like UCLA had the easiest way there, though. Who'd they beat? They beat Abilene Christian, they beat Michigan, Michigan, State, Michigan State, and they beat BYU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah. Probably. probably. I mean, Oregon Oregon had a game off, and then they played Iowa fresh. But That's true. <laughs> that, so, um, I think USC's been really impressive. I mean, to be... Last night was... I think the shot. lock of the year was Drake versus USC, because Drake was so undersized and so worn out from that Wichita State game. That was a lock. But... USC's length is really scary. The Mobley brothers are really scary. Um, yeah, but yeah, easy, I think USC and Oregon, really nobody should be that surprised. Just the upset over Iowa was the only thing that was a little surprising. Okay, JP, you got to get your thoughts. Florida State, Michigan. Um, I think this is simply going to come down to guard play and possession of the basketball. When you look at Florida State and what they do, a lot of stuff what they um, kind of harp themselves on is playing great defense and being a fun, fundamentally safe team and doing everything the right way. They hold their opponents to around 36% from the field, which is very good, especially when you're trying to win games against great teams in March. They also um, create a lot of turnovers and have had a situation where um, playing Colorado was a spot where you had to make this guard uncomfortable and you had to uh, make McKinley Wright kind of do everything for that Colorado team, and they certainly did that. Now you go in and play Michigan, who already had Livers obviously out, and they're having different guards taking on more and more roles with playing in bigger spots and um, moving up tempo and trying to slow things down and feed Dickinson inside. But I think the issue then comes on the other side is that Michigan has a thing called pressure defense, and they run the hell of it. Jawan Howard has these guys everywhere. They're animals on the defensive side of the floor to create transition opportunities. Florida State has a turnover problem at times. It has seen... They had 15 against Colorado. It didn't really bite them um, in the rear too much. But if you start doing that against a Michigan team who can get out and run and shoot it like they can, you'll be in trouble. Um, but Michigan doesn't force turnovers. So it's kind of like what side do you really think is going to give? So Michigan doesn't force turnovers. They just play solid defense um, and limit your shooting abilities. But Florida State can turn the ball over and be susceptible to that. So it's kind of tough to see that side. But I think a line around there, I play Florida State plus the points. Do they win? I'm not sure. Um, I don't dislike 
I'm not a big Michigan lover. I'm not a big fan of him, obviously, as another Big Ten fan, but I'm not against Juwan Howard. I think he's a great coach. I like what he does up there. He's just as intense as anybody else in the country. So I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. So this is an interesting situation to kind of sit or sit back and look at this game from the outside. Turnovers will tell you everything. It's the most fundamental thing you've ever heard in basketball, like you're back playing at the YMCA or something. Uh, okay, moving on. UCLA, Alabama, line is 6.5, over under 146. Schaefer, I think Bama. I hope Bama. <laughs> I I mean, that's my future bet. I just, what we just talked about, how UCLA's probably have the easier pass, I think. They, and they've also played one more game than everybody else, so the, the fatigue factor kind of comes into it a little bit here. Although, does it? Because now, how many days you does everybody have off? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter It'll at this point. Sunday. But also, you have to look at Bama coming off of a good win against a pretty good Maryland team. A 20-point win or maybe 19-point win against Maryland. UCLA, easy pass, getting uh, upset uh, teams, playing upset teams, I should say. So I like Bama by seven. It just kind of depends what Bama team decides to shoot the ball. Um, having the game that they had last last game against Maryland kind of makes me a little scared. Um, usually when a team shoots as well as they did, uh, mm-hmm. you expect a hangover game. Um, I guess... God, <laughs> it's hard to tell somebody to take six points for a favorite when I've seen so many games in the last two fucking or in the last week in the last two rounds that six is like impossible to cover and it shouldn't be because it hasn't been all year. But these underdogs always get out from what I feel like they've always been out to like ten point leads in the first half. Mm-hmm. I just that's what I've been seeing all all week and it's really frustrating. I, I like Alabama. Um, I think that they have a lot of talent, um, but <laughs> who knows? Who, who really? Who knows? Race. Who do you like? Alabama. Love that. Yeah, I think another thing to look at this, like you look at the UCLA wins, a Michigan State team who's been very down, and then you go into them playing BYU, who nobody was really high on coming into the tournament. I thought they were too high as a six. And then Abilene Christian, who wasn't a very offensive team, and UCLA just found a way around um, to be more athletic than that team. So they have three wins, three of which you're not that impressive. You know, you have a situation where the Abilene Christian team probably put everything and more into that Texas game just to get by to the first round. And now UCLA is going to have a big task on their hands with an Alabama team that gets up and down the floor, plays great defense, and can shoot the lights out. So here's the the issue. The issue lies is... Alabama has the potential to knock down those shots, and they also have the potential to grab the misses. Um, they crash the boards better than anybody else. I think they are front to back and top to bottom, just an all-around solid team. They're one of the more solid teams and well-rounded teams in the tournament. If you were to ask me, if with Michigan with livers, I'd put Gonzaga, Michigan, and Alabama kind of in the same stroke. So I think that's huge. I think UCLA has been better in the tournament but isn't every it feels like everybody is right like everybody's a little bit better during this time so why wouldn't Alabama be you know up to the task and ready to rock so I think UCLA may get their points and have their situations where they're shooting the ball well and maybe get out to a lead but at the end of the day I just think Alabama is just a straight up better team so Alabama there's the pick six and a half six and a half I I think I'm gonna put this in a parlay okay uh, not not the spread, the money line. Okay. I think I'll just go that way. 286, not that high either. 
So that's not a bad play at all. Oregon USC final game in Sweet 16. Two and a half in favor of USC over under is 139. I am leaning Ducks. Um, however, oh, yeah. both of them came off of an, a very impressive uh, weekend. I have USC winning this game in my bracket, so I would realistically supposed to pick USC. However, I was just very impressed with Oregon against Iowa. However, my pick that I really want to give is the over. Yeah, I, have, I, I did that. Yeah, I, I placed that. Say I have 139 right now. The last time these two teams, for some reason I can only find, they only played once this year. Um, I believe USC won uh, by 14. 72-50. Yeah, and that's low. However, I think that it's going to be a little more up and down this time around. I think there's going to be a lot more scoring. And you got both teams shooting confidently. Yeah, exactly. And they both just came off 80-point game or 90-point yeah. games. No shit. So, this is, to me, it's a guards versus bigs situation. Are you going to play the guards of Oregon or are you going to play the bigs and the Mobley brothers of USC? That That's kind of what it comes down to. Can this game speed up too much for USC to go up and down or can it slow down enough for the bigs to have their way? So, it's kind of an interesting spot. Especially playing a team within your conference who you know so much about. Yeah. Let's, I'll take Oregon's money line at plus 120. Reese, do you have a play? Oregon money line. Love that. Love that. Shaver, what's the play? Over. I, I, that too. I'm Also put me down for that. Two units. Go ahead. I'd stay with the guard play and just see. Um, from everything I've learned looking at this tournament and hearing from guys and just watching games, guard plays everything. And so I think the better guards win this game at Oregon. Okay. So... Overall, we talked about every game. What has the most upset potential against the favorite? Other than... like the I think we hit one pretty hard early. I think Syracuse. Yeah, I thought Syracuse was the one that everybody... I think Syracuse is a team that could win this and probably a Final Four team. Like, sneak into the Final Four because they just shoot the shit out of it. I think Syracuse is a good look. Um, I wouldn't be too surprised if Oregon State came up with a win, but... Would we really be calling it an upset in that situation? Like seating wise, yes. I mean, I Did think you call it an upset. Loyola beat the shit out of Illinois. Well, yeah, I don't. I think Loyola is going to handle Oregon State without a problem. But I'm saying, I'm like, s- they have. I wouldn't be that surprised. Um, outside of Oral Roberts, if they beat Arkansas, I think if any upset happened this weekend, what the biggest surprise to me would be UCLA over Alabama. I I think that the most possible one is Syracuse over. Um, Houston. No, the I think it's be more upset. stuff. Creighton one. The big, yeah, that's oh, them. Okay. The big, that okay. Creighton. But we're talking of upsets that we think can potentially. Yeah. Happen. So I'm, I'm with you, Shaver. I, I don't know if if this Creighton team. We we go back in December or whatever. I think you asked me how good this Creighton team is. I think they're they're this is the best Creighton team that they've had in years. Um, I think this is probably since Rogie. Yeah. If you didn't run into Gonzaga, this is a team that had elite eight kind of potential. I mean, if they shoot the way they're capable of shooting, they will give Gonzaga fits. They yeah. will. But I love the over in yeah, that game. I lo- I think Gonzaga's a lot of played every team in the country that can shoot, too. And they handled that fine. I, and they can, I think Gonzaga... Here's a thing that I've learned about Gonzaga this year. They've played a Virginia team who likes to slow you down and be low-scoring, beat the tar out of them. They played an Iowa team who just loves to get up and down and score points. Oh, by the way, they put up almost 100 on them and let Iowa have their points. So they can do both. Um, Oklahoma hung with them for a while, but again, just one of those situations where a team's better off. You look, just simply look at Gonzaga and what they've done. They've gone out and played um, Big Ten teams, ACC teams, SEC teams. Like They went out and challenged people 
and didn't hide from this year they were supposed to have, and they've done everything you've asked them the to do. The only team they didn't play was Baylor, and that got canceled. That sucks, the, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, so they tried. Like, they're that's trying to play everybody. And so, it's interesting to me to say that Creighton has a chance to just shoot the lights out, which they do. Again, it's March. We've said it all the time. Crazy things can happen. But Gonzaga's seen a Creighton. They've seen a team like, you know, Iowa and Creighton. And they're, they're kind of the same thing where Creighton may play a lot of better defense and they may be a little more athletic than Iowa, but they've seen them already. They've seen a form of them and they've done just fine against them. So I don't think that... Gonzaga is really that should be that word. Gonzaga fans, you're gonna be nervous. It's a Sweet 16 game, but I don't think you should be that nervous at all. I think you got the best possible draw you could have. No, yeah, they definitely have the. They've had the easiest route so far. I I've been rightfully so, but I guess yeah, yeah. I mean, are we forgetting like wouldn't Oral Roberts winning? Would that be not a big fucking deal too? Like the- no, I said besides. Yeah, but I that, think Creighton beating Gonzaga would be a bigger deal than Oral Roberts. I kind of agree. That, I kind of agree with that too. I think I think if Creighton wins, that's when was, the, that, when was the last fifteen to make the Elite Eight? Never, but this is an Oral. Ro- I mean, Arkansas. This is a Gonzaga team that is supposed to be one of the best teams in the last twenty years. Like they have dudes. And this Arkansas team, they're fine. They're, I mean, it's a good team. I, I love Moody. I think he's a, he's going to be the best player on the court. I think he's one of the best guards in college basketball. But, I mean, the way Oral Roberts kind of plays, I mean, I, I would be surprised, yes, but I wouldn't be as surprised if Gonzaga lost to Creighton. Because this Creighton team is really small. Yeah. And, and they, they just won't – the way they've been shooting the ball, there's I just don't see them keeping up. Interesting to think back. We are just talking about, like, different forms of teams that Gonzaga has played. Early, early, they did play West Virginia. Only a five-point win, but that was a West Virginia team that started to score points, which is strange, um, which I completely forgot about they even played West Virginia that early in the year. But, like, looking at it, again, I don't think they'll have that much issues. It'll be maybe a backdoor situation, but I still feel confident laying it. Oh, no, I love Gonzaga here. I think... You, Creighton gets in these matchups. They played like dog shit in big games. Their their last game was probably the biggest win I've seen them have in a long time. Obviously, every time Georgetown plays them, it ends up being a 20-point drubbing either one way or another. The last two have gone to Georgetown. I think Gonzaga rolls Creighton here. I think 13 and a half is fine. I, I still feel comfortable with it. I do think it would be a, obviously a huge upset. I feel like that's the furthest odds. I feel like the first half might be a little more comfortable just because I feel like that backdoor. Six and a half in the they, first half. Gonzaga well. covered the most bullshit fucking cover against Oklahoma last week. I took the plus 15 and a half, and it was a lock <laughs> until we had to fucking push them in the back what and get a flagrant. What makes a lock rather than just a win? It was, I'm curious, honestly. It was. Four, we were up 14. I had 15 I think in it's the, the insides. I think you can yeah. feel it in the inside. You're it, like, it, it was, like it was going You know, you hit. win bets and you go, that's a win. What makes it a lock? Here, no, no, no. Like it's it a lock. I mean, if I fucking knew it. Like, it wasn't even a sweat. So I, I saw think, it. But that, that, that's a sweat. He was free throws away. No, I was, I was fine. So I he think. No, away. that first half, it wasn't so a sweat it was at all. 14. I thought Oklahoma might, could possibly win that game for like the first 12 minutes of it. So it was a 14-point game with a minute to go. I go, okay. They're just gonna kind of battle back and back, back and forth. Free throws here, free throws there. I have the hook, the 15 and a half. I'm going to cover this game. They get a steal. I go fine. They're gonna go up 16. We're gonna get a bucket and get some more free throws back and forth. No, they get the fucking steal, and Harkless decides to shove su- su- Suggs flop. Shove. Yeah, he flopped. He tripped he sh- on his own eight. Yeah, he shoves 
quote unquote shoves, sugs, gets a flagrant, they get two free throws, and they get the ball back, and then they score, and then we were down 17 or 18. We get a basket like I thought we were going to, and then we can't get a stop with 30 seconds to go. It's tough. There's your backdoor Gonzaga <laughs> cover. That's tough. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it's large. Uh, okay, we talked everything March Madness, covered every single game you're going to see this weekend. Obviously, Gonzaga is still our favorite to win the tournament. Or Baylor. Shaver has Baylor to win it all. And Bama. And, oh, and Bama. No, no, I meant Baylor's on the on Shaver's bracket. I have Bra- oh. Baylor in a bracket, and then I have a future with Bama right now on DraftKings. What is that at? Plus what? Plus 2,200, I think. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, shout so. Out, shout out Tav for having that. Yeah, yeah. Which so. we have to mention, we all got kind of fucked last night in the NBA. Do you have any NBA picks? <laughs> I was going to mention that. Probably not. I'm so not worried about it right now. <laughs> I, so last I, night. At least of my worries. This odds boost comes through DraftKings. <laughs> and I was like, Trey Young to hit five threes and the Hawks to win. They've been rolling. Everybody take it. Plus 3,015, right? Put a little, little fiber on it to win 150. See if it hits. Trey Young, kind of raining. He's like five for seven from the three-point line in his last two games. He's made like one or two. So he makes his fifth three-pointer. Hawks up two. We're feeling great. Morale's high. All of a sudden, shit hit the fan. <laughs> shit hit the fan, and the Hawks lose by nine. And they were up two with three minutes to go. It's a lazy team, man. The it's Hawks a, were also up like twenty something at twenty five. They're up twenty four points. You know, yeah, it's it's funny because I feel bad for you guys because you kind of didn't. No, see I feel that. bad for you, motherfucker. We all lost. Money. Well, no, I know, but like I saw that loss coming because you have Kawhi Leonard, and this is a Clippers team that just loves to fucking be lazy up until two minutes left, and then you have a lazy defense in the Hawks. And I see this comeback happening right before my eyes. And we get that fifth three-pointer. And we're all feeling fucking fired up. And I'm like, this is over. Kawhi's going to fucking win this game. And lo and behold, he did. And I yeah, DraftKings yeah. owes me 150 bucks. <laughs> no, actually, the Atlanta Hawks owe me 150 Where's our no-brainer so. at? <laughs> uh, I don't okay. need their handouts, Reese. <laughs> so as I was saying, we touched on every March Madness game that you will see this weekend. Obviously, we'll do it again next week. Hockey time, very briefly. Uh, tomorrow, I love the over in the Ducks Wild game at five and a half. And I also think there is tremendous value in the Winnipeg Jets minus 134 on the money line against Vancouver. They just blanked them for nothing. I think Winnipeg rolls again. Vancouver's in shambles. Uh, JP, do you have any hockey plays? Uh, I have a couple that I'm interested in. Yeah, I think looking at a quick pick, minus. Um, one and a half for the Wild tomorrow. A team that's been red hot against an Anaheim team who is not very good. I think that's another spot where you just play with an odd hand in a team that's been playing well this year. So that's one I'd look at for sure. Find it on the Vigit app for me for sure. Um, another one that's kind of interesting is Pittsburgh's been dealing with some injuries and things like that. They've been playing all right hockey. Buffalo has been less than impressive this year for sure. They've been one of the worst teams in the NHL. Another one and a half puck line play there find me on the Vigit app with those two i also like the sharks money line at minus 108 your sharks reese sorry i should have said reese's favorite team the san jose sharks about that over in that one five and a half love that too love the over uh okay so winnipeg that's my pick of the day for hockey minus 134 in the money line vancouver sucks okay that wraps it up another great episode download the Vigit app if you don't have it 
A lot of people have it. Get on there. Use the code WIN393. Use the code It's Just Money. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time. Deuces. Mom, please send money. Thank you for having me on that. That's the social, man. Loyalty over royalty.